Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 179. I'm your host, Alejandro Oveda. Thank you for pushing play to another blazing week. And thank you for all your support. You know, each and every week, uh, your support for this independent podcast goes a long way. Um, I just want to remind you guys just to um, review us, share us. Uh, let people know that we're here. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor Podcast, or basically wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, but this week was a busy, busy week. You know, we are able to get tons done um, around the house and also for the podcast. You know, it was our turn uh, for our, our yearly trash pickup which we desperately needed to get a lot of housework done and a lot of, uh, uh, you know, outside work done. Um, and, I, and I definitely try to take advantage of this uh, yearly pickup and, and throw as much as I can away. You know, um, we cut some old trees down uh, with the saw. We, that, that was actually my first time, our first time using a saw. Uh, cutting some trees down, doing doing a lot of work with the saw, uh, trimmed up some bushes, made made my bushes actually look decent. You know, um, it, it really needed a little bit of a, a, a touch to it. Um, got rid of a bunch of junk that was on the side of the house. Um, we even got rid of stuff that was um, here from previous tenants. So I, I I was just really really impressed with. Um, how it all turned out, how 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 nice it it, it is now. You know, I, I do like this cleanup because it gives you a chance to really get rid of all the shrubs that grow throughout the spring. I mean, I, I don't think I've clipped as many shrubs as I have um, the last two years. I mean, we we took down like like I said, trees. We took down shrubs. Um, just a lot of drunk that just accumulates throughout the year uh, but it just reminds me you know how much junk we accumulate how much trash we we just collect uh, throughout the year and you know I think this this is a problem I think that's something that we I well I need definitely change um, you know start um, I don't know it, it just seeing all that trash and all that all that garbage out there on the street just it just gives me anxiety in 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 a way but it's definitely needed that cleanup is definitely needed and i i think everybody should should take you know advantage of it i mean you could definitely throw some odd stuff out there you'll be surprised what people pick up i mean i picked up um, I, I threw out a, a old fan someone picked up the fan um, my, even my in-laws dropped off a couple, like, you know, just audience things and, and th those things already have been picked up. So I'm just impressed with how, how much work we got done in, in the little bit of time of a weekend. Um, and it was just me and my wife doing our thing, you know, um, she was out there cutting with the saw. I was I was doing the dirty work, picking it up, throwing it into the pile. I mean, it it's just things that that need to be done that that haven't been done, and you know I'm trying to change that in my life as well. Try to try to do things that are out of my comfort zone, and if I see that things need to be done, I'm definitely going to try to do them. But besides that cleanup day, you know, I, I was I have been editing this Blaze Talks uh, 
episode number seven, uh, which features McLean basketball coach uh, Mitchell Davis. And that podcast should be up this week. Um, this talk definitely has to be one of my favorites. Um, me and Mitchell go way back from literally elementary school. And this talk uh, just got me excited, and, and I can't wait to just share it with you guys. You know, I, I love re, uh, doing new content, especially this Blaze Talks. Um, it really lets you uh, hear what's going on locally, what's going on around town. Um, especially with with this talk, it, it talks about uh, really just local hoops. Um, also, his story. Uh, from being a player and and then transitioning to you know uh, head coach and um, also a, a teacher, so I enjoyed talking basketball and also enjoyed you know hearing about the local basketball scene, which to me has changed throughout the years, you know. Um, but we got to really get acquainted, uh, reacquainted with my first love, which which is basketball. Um, and you know, just the talk was, was able to, uh, enlighten me about the next generation of basketball, especially at McLean high school, you know, um, Mitchell got me excited for next season as he talks about his team, about the improvements he's seen from, uh, you know, this past summer league. Um, but make sure you tune in. You know, for this round of the Blaze Talks, it's a good way to support your local sports. Um, but also this weekend, my parents were in town. Uh, they they were able to visit. And, you know, we got, got uh, some time to catch up, enjoy some quality time. We went out to Sycamore Island for a little bit of fishing. Um, then the, water, the weather started to heat up, and, and I ended up building a huge appetite. Um, then we ended up going to go eat some food at Toledo's um, at their new location on Cedar and Nice. Um, and this was actually my first time at that location. It's really, I really missed the old location. I feel like the old location on Blackstone and Minarets, the Pinedale location, the food was amazing. Um, the ambiance was amazing. They had that patio that we enjoyed. Um, but I, I felt at this new location, the food didn't taste the same. It was still good, don't don't get me wrong, but it just didn't have that nostalgia along with the the flavor. Um, of course, I ordered, you know, chili and eggs with beans and potatoes. And then I got a side of our bondigas. Um, but I'm not a huge fan of soup. But when it comes to that Toledo's Albondi guys, I definitely, I definitely got to order it. Um, but like I was saying, that new location, it doesn't have that same feel as the old one. You know, that patio, we sat there every time we went to Toledo's. Um, and I, th I just feel like that location was iconic for Toledo's. But I'm still glad, you know, they, they, they're still around. Um, they do have delicious Mexican fruit food that is close to my house vicinity, so it's not too far uh, to to go get some good food. You know, I live in the north side of Fresno, so it's definitely hard to find great Mexican food. 
Um, my favorite, depending, you know, on the criteria, but my favorite Mexican food is Country Fair Cafe. You know, that place has been my favorite since I was a little kid, uh, since, you know, we lived right behind that restaurant um, in, in the neighborhood behind there. Um, but the one thing that I think about Toledo's um, is their chips and salsa. Their chips and salsa can't be compared to anybody else. Um, their chips have like that perfect seasoning, uh, th that salt to chip ratio uh, complements their, their salsa. And I swear I could just eat their chips and salsa and that's it. Um, and still be satisfied, you know, but if you're looking for some great Mexican food, make sure to try out Toledo's, you know, they have a bunch of different locations throughout Fresno, um, and their food quality is pretty good and the prices are definitely affordable. Um, my favorite, one of my favorite things to get there besides, I mean, chorizo eggs, of course, but their chili colorado is uh, fantastic. Um, and also their their sauces, their enchilada sauce is amazing. Um, but like I said, we used to frequently, you know, go into that Pinedale location. Um, it's been 20, 20 years now, you know. Um, and now we're going to have to start going to that Cedar and Knees location. But my question is, what are some of your favorite, you know, Mexican restaurants in Fresno? There are so many places I have not tried and would like to put a list together of some of the best, you know, Mexican restaurants locally. For some reason, I just I just eat at my usual spots. Um, but I'm definitely looking to break out of my shell. Uh, but be besides editing, you know, the Blaze Talks, spending time with my parents, eating good food, you know, I definitely was able to relax, get get some get some uh, a few breaths, you know. Um, it felt like this. the beginning of the week felt everlasting. Uh, but be, being able to do the things that I really wanted to get done, um, it, it exhausted me, but it also made me feel motivated for this week. And I just got to tell you guys, I'm super motivated for this podcast. So let's get it started. And this week, you know, we, we didn't spend too much time watching um, any new shows, uh, but we did catch up on one of our favorite Netflix originals called Blown Away. Uh, which is a competition show. In this competition, there are 10 contestants, each having to go through rigorous challenges. Uh, and, th and then at the end, um, they will crown a winner. So each contestant will blow their own glass pieces with help of an assistant to prove, you know, they are the best glass blower. Um, this is the third season of Blown Away. And like I said, we finally got a chance to catch up on it. Uh, we like to watch uh, Blown Away uh, because it really shows uh, true artist artistry. Um, they're competing for, you know, some, some prize money and also a, a residency at the Corning Museum of Glass, which is the largest glass museums in the world. And I, it would probably be the hardest thing to judge these glass pieces because each artist has something special. But the hardest part about watching this show is when you see these artists, you know, spending so much time on certain details in the glass, um, on each of their pieces, and then after spending all that time, it just falls off the off the pole 
or or it breaks in the in in the process of removing it from the blowpipe. You know, my face cringes every time I see you know that glass break. I cringe <laughs> because all you see is that sweat, that 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 pain um, they went through just to go do it all over again. You know, um, glass blowing is pretty difficult. I I I, I give them a huge credit because. Not only is it hot, but you got to think, you know, you're, you're working with glass at high temperatures. You're working with heavy instruments and, and you're definitely working with your hands a lot of the time. Um, but the show Blown Away premiered on Netflix in 2019. And like I said, they're now on season three. You know, I have zero knowledge of, of glass blowing and still it, it captivates my imagination. But the cast on this uh, season three is diverse this is the first time um they're using contestants from other countries um but it keeps you interested and also allows you allows these artists to really be completely vulnerable you know um it is definitely an easy show to binge watch um they're not too long i think they're about you know maybe 50 years to an hour long episodes um, but you just fall in love with the art, you know, and if you're a fan of competition shows, you know, make sure to check out blown away on Netflix and let me know what you guys are watching this week. And this week we we're able to, you know, listen to a bunch of music while we were able to clean and, and get everything, uh, fixed around our house. Uh, this week I wanted to review one of my favorite hip hop artists. He goes by the name Joey Badass. He is a rapper, uh, actor, and entrepreneur. Um, Joey Badass just dropped his latest album called 2000, which is his follow-up from his first mixtape, 1999. You know, it has been about five years since his last album called All-American Badass. But through that time, he has since been on different TV shows, um, which include Mr. Robot, Boomerang, Wu-Tang, uh, the American Saga, Grownish, um, and he also won an Academy Award for st starring in a best live action short film called Two Distant Strangers, which I I highly recommend you guys check out on um, Netflix. But this short film, like I'm going to talk about the short film real quick, um, examines you know the deaths of Black Americans during um, encounters with the police, um, you know, it, it really shows you through the eyes of the character, which is played by, uh, Joey Badass. Um, but this, uh, this, this short film really, um, puts you through, um, alternate time loops that really keeps, um, ending with, with his death. Um, and this short film was released in 2020 and I just hope all of you watch it, but the review is not about Distant Strangers, uh, but his latest project called 2000. And this project has to be one of my favorite projects from Joey Badass. You know, as he claims being king of New York, he broke out with his mixtape 1999 as a young man at the age of 17. He showed incredible rapping abilities, but I think his age at the time you know, many people really brushed him off, but it was with his second album, 
um, when his voice started to be heard. And now with this third album, you know, with with 2000, it, it's super polished. And I, I think people now have to take him seriously. You know, I honestly put him on the pedestal with Kendrick Lamar, um, J. Cole. You know, he's up on that echelon, um, that tier. Um, he's always kept his style, you know, basic. Not basic, but just simple. Like, it, it's his own style. And 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 he pushes, you know, uh, the, the boundaries sonically. Like, the, the way that he um, uses instrumentation... I, I think that's what really uh, puts him into that high tier of, of uh, one of the best rappers, you know. Uh, but Joey really made himself a, a home because of this album. You know, it, I definitely enjoyed listening to it. Um, but he challenges you uh, as a listener as, he, you know, he pulls his layers and stretches the boundaries with his cadences. The album really feels smooth. Um, and doesn't really lead you on. The project is highly listenable and can be played throughout. Um, my favorite songs off 2000 are Where I Belong, Zip Codes, and Head High. You know, this project has some great features, which include West Side Gun, Larry June, Chris Brown, and J.I.D. You know, there are 14 songs that have substance, so... Make sure you listen to Joey Badass's latest project called 2000 and let me know what you guys think. And now let's talk about the California wildfires. And this week has been a crazy one for our, our uh, firefighters as California wildfire season has started with the explosion of the Oak, fi the Oak Fire in Mariposa County. Huge clouds of smoke can be seen billowing in the sky and, and that has been seen throughout the weekend. Um, especially with the winds that create those hot gusts of air that enrage the fire and creates that nasty gray um, cloud of ash of uh, burning pieces of wood and, and just ash everywhere. You know, the flames are fast moving, um, climbing and toppling trees that are in its path. The wildfire continues to burn uh, the air quality continues to, uh, to, to the, the air quality continues to uh, be terrible in the mountains. Crews have reached, you know, 39% containment and the fire has already consumed about 19, over 19,000 acres of land. And that means over 6,000 people have been evacuated. And many of those people, you know, have lost their homes. The Oak Fire has now become the largest wildfire this year which Governor Newsom declared a state of emergency for Mariposa County. He has secured federal funding to keep resources and firefighters um, active. So firefighters have been hammered, you know, by the heat from the fire burning in the areas with dead trees and other easily uh, flammable materials. Uh, Cal Fire reported the fire has torched 63 homes um, and they've been trying to fight to control the flames from the ground and the air as flames continue to burn closely to over, I think they say, a, a thousand other buildings. Uh, but the Oak Fire was sparked Friday near community of Mid Pines, which is located between Mariposa and Yosemite. 
But we have been watching the news, and we've been seeing, you know, those catastrophic flames engulfing, you know, Sierra National Forest. But this is the third wildfire to spread rapidly and force evacuation in the county in two weeks, which firefighters have been trying to contain that Washburn fire, which broke out, you know, on July 7th, which uh, threatened the Mariposa Grove of giant sequoias. Um, that fire is still under investigation, but authorities believe it has been started by human activity. But if you have any respiratory issues, make sure to stay inside as, you know, the burning of these homes make that air quality toxic, especially if you live around that Mariposa area. Um, I just want to send my condolences to those who have lost everything. I mean, everything, your house, your life, and just want to make sure everything is going to be okay for, you know, these residents. Um Definitely a hard time, especially during the summer with, with these wildfires. And you never know where it may happen or how it may happen. So I'm just so thankful for these firefighters that are uh, really putting their life on the line uh, to defend our beautiful backyard here in uh, California. You know, this is this is a tough time, especially when we're in a drought and water is definitely an issue and how we're going to start um maintaining these forests from uh getting burnt down you know this is this is a, a crazy time of the year hopefully we might see a solution or maybe they may be able to contain this fire um who knows but we'll make sure you guys tune in uh as we build more and more uh news about this wildfire and this week, I want to support a local event that will be at Fulton 55. Uh, the Fresh Yard Tour will be hitting our local music scene as two local legends, Fashion and Planet Asia, will hit the stage in an event you do not want to miss. Um, the tour also features Mitchie Slick, Fly Styles, and Sir Veterano, Ramesses, and T.A. The Handful. Um, this is a great way to support some local artists and especially your local businesses. You know, this is um, a big event, which I think showcases or headlines some of Fresno's best talent. Um, I wish I would be able to go on a Friday, uh, but I definitely want to uh, get your guys get, get you guys to support this event, especially because we had uh, Fashion and Ramsey's on the podcast on on the Blaze Talks um, number six. So if you guys want to listen to that and see what they have in store, especially for um, when they when they go on tour and they and they actually perform, uh, but definitely this is a show that I wish I could uh, definitely check out. But if you guys do, make sure you guys send me some video, uh, send me some videos, some pictures, and let me know what you guys think about this um, fresh yard tour. I think, I think if I had the time and, and the ability to go, I definitely would support. Uh, but I know it's going to be a packed house, so make sure you guys get your tickets. Like I said, it's going to be on Friday, July 29th. 2022 at Fulton 55 and Fulton 55 is at 875 Divisadero Street, 
Fresno, California, 93721. Uh, this is going to be a great event You guys don't want to ch uh, that you guys will want to check out. So make sure you guys support everything local. Now let's talk about some local sports, and we'll start off with our Fresno State football. And this season, the Red Wave will have to get used to Bulldog Stadium now being Valley Children's Stadium. Bulldog Stadium has been home to the Bulldogs football for 42 years, but announced last weekend the CEO of Valley Children's Hospital spoke about the 10-year, $10 million partnership. Valley Children's will provide $1 million each year to support facility updates and also scholarships for student-athletes. Um, David and Derek Carr helped facilitate this partnership between Fresno State and Valley Children's Hospital. You know, we will get our first sights of Valley Children's Stadium with Fresno State's upcoming season opener versus Cal Poly on Thursday, September 1st. Um, so make sure you guys are supporting our Fresno State Red Wave, especially with this new uh, name change. I know a lot of people don't like the name change, but I think this allows Fresno State to get um, some extra money. That way we can boost, um, you know, our presence in the Mountain West and also our presence throughout uh, NCAA sports. So this is a good way for us to really um, help out our own and also uh, give back to, to those that are in need. Um, but also let's talk about our Fresno Grizzlies who are 14 and 12. And this week our Fresno Grizzlies are second in the California League standings. Last week, the Grizzlies faced off versus the Stockton Ports for Tacos Weekend. Uh, they went 3-0 with uh, their first win, 5-4. Second win, 9-5. And then third win, 8-1 in their short three-game series. But the Grizzlies are currently on a six-game road trip right now. Um, they're losing 0-2. Um, the first game, they lost 6-8. And then the second game, 9-10. Uh, but the Grizzlies will finish off that series on Sunday and will start um, August at home versus the San Jose Giants for a six-game series. So make sure to tune in every week for more on your Fresno Grizzlies. Now let's talk about our Central Valley Fuego, who are 6-5-5. Five, and, five. and this week, our Fuego jumped a couple places in the USL 1 standings. They are currently 5th with their win versus the Richmond Kickers. They defeated the Kickers 3-1 as Victor Falk scored 2 goals. Then Ronald Alexis Cerritos Castaneda uh, also added 1 goal. Uh, the Fuego were on, a fi were on fire shooting 20. Uh, shots with eight on target, and they ended up controlling the tempo of the game. But our Central Valley Fuego will be playing at home tomorrow versus the Charlotte Independents at 4 p.m. And I want to remind you that the Fuego home field is at the Federal State Soccer Field at the corner of Cedar, Cedar and Barstow. But with the win, we have a chance of jumping a spot or two. So make sure you support your local Central Valley Fuego. Now let's talk about the NFL. And I just want to talk about uh, Julio Jones, who signed a one-year contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This offseason has to be uh, Tom Brady's summer. He retired over the summer and then announced his comeback. 
And at almost 45 years old, you know, Brady still has tricks up his sleeve, especially with this new acquisition of Julio Jones, which I would have to say puts the Bucks right in the favorites for the NFC uh, leaderboard. You know, we'll see if Tom Brady can resurge Julio Jones, one of the best wide receivers to ever play, um, especially one of the greatest NFL specimens um, we've seen since probably Megatron. But Julio Jones will give Brady his best, and we'll also see the Bucks go deep into the playoffs. This is a crazy, crazy acquisition. I, I mean, it's not one that I didn't think would happen because, you know, you got the best with the best. But I think Julio is going to respect Tom Brady, um, especially when it comes to how to win, how to get the game um, closed. You know, Julio Jones has always been a great, great athlete and able to, you know, do some amazing catches. But it's always been uh, without the win, the winning. So, Hopefully, with this acquisition, you know, uh, we're, they'll give Julio Jones the championship that he needs to really put his name embedded in uh, and to be one of the best wide receivers to ever play in the NFL. So, congrats to Julio, not to the Bucks or Tom Brady, but to Julio Jones, who, you know, at one point was a Falcon and, and also one of my favorite players Um so I'm definitely going to be watching this season, especially when the Bucks play the Falcons. Um, and that's when I definitely want to see, you know, Julio ball out. But also I want to see the Falcons uh, maybe <laughs> take that game. Or, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think the Falcons are going to be too good this year. So um, definitely want to talk about that Julio Jones pickup, which I think is going to change uh, the climate for the NFC. Now let's talk about the MLB and we'll start off with the Dodgers who are 65 and 32. The Dodgers are currently 10 games ahead of the Padres for the number one spot in the NL West. The Dodgers dominated the Giants over the weekend. They swept the Giants 4-0 in their four-game series. Uh, the Dodgers finished their week-long series versus the Nationals 2-1. Uh, then the Dodgers will start the weekend series um, on the road at the Rockies, and they remain uh, on the road at the Giants. Um, the Padres are 55 and 32. The, like I said, they're 10 games behind the Dodgers, but they lost last week. Uh, finished as the, as they finished their week long series versus the Mets. The Met, or the week the weekend long series versus the Mets, two to one. Um, the Padres remained on the road versus the Tigers and. They defeated Tigers 2-1 in their weekday series. And this weekend, the Padres are back at home versus the Twins and then the Rockies uh, during the week. And then the Giants, who are 48-50, and 50, and they're currently third in the NL West and have been on a seven-game slump all on the road after All-Star break. They went 0-4 at the Dodgers, then 0-3 at the Diamondbacks. Um, this weekend, the Giants will be back at home versus the Cubs and then versus the Dodgers over the weekend. So hopefully, you know, their defensive issues get solved 
because it has been plaguing their season so far. And hopefully we could get maybe a game against the Dodgers over the weekend. So make sure you guys stay tuned for more on the MLB. Now let's talk about the NBA. and Let's talk about the trade that happened earlier this week. Uh, the Houston Rockets trade Jalen Green and a first-round pick for Shea Gilgius and Alexander and the first-round pick. Um, this is a, an exciting trade right here as, you know, uh, I think Jalen Green will be able to play with one of the up-and-coming uh, big men, Chet, that came from Gonzaga. Um, hopefully, we might see a resurgence from him, from uh, Jalen Green after, I mean, his, his rookie season wasn't so bad, but seeing going into that sophomore year, we want to see a lot of improvements, and I think this is going to help him um, pave the way for not only himself, but also the team. Um, the NBA right now is really crazy, especially with free agency. Um, the biggest thing right now has been the Lakers talk with uh, Westbrook getting traded. And I think for me, I would not want to trade Westbrook right now. Uh, people want two first-round picks for him, and I, I just don't feel like we're going to get uh, the same quality of player that we would for Westbrook. Um, if they were to say, you know, Kyrie straight up for Westbrook, I may be um, okay with that. But we're talking two first round picks. Um, I don't, and I guess they were trying to trade Westbrook to the Pacers for Buddy Hield and some other pieces, um, and that kind of went south because. The Lakers are not going to give up any first-round picks for a Hall of Fame player. I just don't see that happening. So, free agency is getting crazy. I know I'm definitely getting ready for, you know, uh, the NFL to start in a couple weeks. And now, the, you know, free agency for the NBA is getting crazy. So, sports are almost full circle again. You know, once football's back, we got a lot, a lot of things to talk about. So make sure you guys stay tuned to the Blaze Podcast. But I want to thank you for tuning in this week and every week. You guys are incredible. Um, a lot of things are going to be popping up in the next couple of weeks. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Um, like I said, that Blaze Talks um, number seven is going to be coming out hopefully uh, Friday. So make sure you guys uh, check that out. Make sure you guys run that those numbers up. Make sure you guys are sharing the podcast. Make sure you guys are leaving a good review on the podcast. Um, you can find, find, like I said, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor Podcast. Also on all social media platforms, you can check, check us out at... Um, the blaze podcast 559 on most of the tags so check us out make sure you guys are staying up up and updated uh, make sure you guys are supporting all your local businesses make sure you're supporting all your local artists and make sure to support all your local podcasts i'm alejandro veda signing off episode 179